0: hello and welcome to another episode of creative waffle i'm your host mark hirons and today on the show we have michael Fugoso. michael goes by the name of Fugs or thugstrater on instagram He is a designer and illustrator based in san diego america today on the show we talk about his skill more design work and we also learned about his business partner austin austin joins us on the show about halfway in this is definitely more of a relaxed show we just have a good old chat so without further ado this is my talk with michael and austin um, Question number one. Yeah, so I, was, so I wanted to take it back to the very beginning. Like, how did you get into design, and uh, what's your story and background?
1: All right, I went to college, um, studied business, and uh, got like a job doing banking and stuff like that. And I uh, worked in real estate, and it was probably one of the worst times of my life. I think just because, just because like not, nothing, nothing against that type of career. It's just, uh, just my brain doesn't work that way, you know? Yeah. So I was like losing hair, like my forehead has got this big, uh, <laughs> my forehead felt that big because, uh, you know, basically, because, yeah, I didn't like what I was doing. So um, on impulse, I went to this design school, the same as my business partner here, Austin. A uh, local design school here in San Diego is really small. Um, got the skills down and then another just spoke to me, you know, like, and that
0: was about maybe four years ago. So you met Austin at uh, school. What sort of drew you to him? Like, what made you good business partners?
1: <laughs> how did he come about? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, like, okay, when I was in the university before, like, I was the type of person that always sat in the back of the classrooms and stuff like that and mm. just wanted to get by with that 2.0 GPA. <laughs> right? And then, uh, uh, but this time, you know, now it's, it's kind of, like, supposed to be my passion, right? So I need to be more driven, so I sat in the front of the classrooms. I was actually a ninth student in was. Day student right uh but i always seeked out like like the killers you know like the best designers in the school yeah. i seek them out befriended them and um at, at the end of the day like we uh we be, we started working together because we have like very complementary skills you know yeah. um i have a lot of friends that uh, are also illustrators and um i mean you can, like two illustrators can work together but it's just a little harder to do than working with austin who's um uh, he does. He also does illustration and design, but he's more focused on like the VFX and video type stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you merge, with, like you, you complement each other. It works. Yeah. 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 Is that, so that? Yeah. That's
1: how we kind of came about. Um. He's really awesome at what he does. If you if you've seen any of his, his stuff lately. Yeah. Or, this? You know, for the past few years. What's his
0: name? <laughs> Like, does he have Instagram? Yeah. What, what is it? Where can I find him?
2: <laughs> Austin, F A U R E. Yeah.
0: Which is my name. Okay, got it. What makes a good business partner? Because that's something I've been thinking about, like in the future. I've, I'm only I'm only 19 at the moment, so I'm. I mean, it's just starting up and everything. So it's just it's something I've been interested in thinking about. That's
2: a
1: um, that's a really good question. Because um, I know I do a lot of things that drives Austin crazy, <laughs> and you know, so. But <laughs> uh, what makes a good business partner? I think it's just uh, I'm going to use that really corporate word, like a like that synergy. You know, um, so it's not just a play on the skills. I just talked about our complementary skills. Yeah. I think you also need like a complimentary personality too. There are certain people that you just really don't want to work with, right? Mm. Like, you, I can't explain it. Like, uh,
0: I don't for me, know.
1: I don't like working with really super uptight people, you know what I mean? That like, uh, yeah. is serious all the time. Like, I mean, like right now, like I'm kind of like messing around a lot, you know, like yeah. I have this kind of like, let's mess around all day mentality. Yeah, yeah, and And for me, like, I need a business partner that has that same type of like, okay, I'm cool with the messing around but we're also going to get some stuff done too
0: you know? mm. <laughs> so it sounds like a good partnership i like i like that idea because so i've, had, I've yeah. got this big dreams of offices like with uh like loads and loads of table tennis tables and like big table tennis tournaments loads of pool bar mm. and stuff and it's just like just having a good time at work like it's not really work but you, like you say you get stuff done yeah
1: i like yeah i think that's that's the gist of it right there like yeah. um this stuff Sometimes, like, I am up at, like, three or four in the morning, like, trying to hammer out some illustrations or something like that, but it never really does feel like work. Mm. You know, it's just, like, okay, I love doing this stuff to the point where it doesn't drive me insane, and I have to figure yeah. out how to make money off of it somehow, right? That's, that's kind of
0: the goal, so. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it, isn't it? Because like, you're, you're you're sitting, people sit at work all day, not in their job, but you're doing that most of your life, like, 50 years of it, maybe 60 yeah. years, like, that's a lot of time to not do to do something you don't like. like <laughs> yeah.
1: Can you imagine if I was still at that, like, uh, doing that real yeah, estate stuff, the exactly. mortgage stuff, and I wake up at 65 years old, it's like, okay, it's time to retire. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you know, um, there might be different motivations that like, maybe if you get married or something or mm. have a family, like, that could be a whole other motivation. It's not always like career based. So, yeah. um, anyway, yeah, that's pretty much how everything got started. I think.
0: Cool. Uh, that's like,
1: Shortest I can put that.
0: <laughs> yeah. How do you describe your style? Like, is it because I feel I feel like it's a bit retro. Retro? Yeah, I feel like it's got <laughs> retro vibes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I
1: think it, a lot of it's because I, I like a lot of the old '90s cartoons. Um. Yeah. Like, uh, what's I can't. I'm drawing a blank right now. But like Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, yeah. Transform. Back in the day. Um. I watch. What else did I watch? Dexter's Laboratory. That's not old school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I think I get a lot of inspiration from those like old cartoons, um, where like the detail. If you notice, like cartoons have gotten simpler and simpler and simpler and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think that's your answer. your question was like what? How do I describe my style? Right. Yeah. So I'm really going off tangent, but. Uh, I think I, I get a lot of inspiration from those, like the old cartoons, old video games and stuff like that. Uh, Street Fighter. I yeah. played Street Fighter a lot, like a ton. I still kind of do.
0: <laughs> Great game. You know
1: what I mean? I was like, Austin's got this camera right here pointed at me, and I'm talking to you. Yeah, I tried right, to I'll both. Play.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so I would say like, you know, I do a lot of skeuomorphic stuff, right? Um, and for those that don't know what skeuomorphism is, it's just like a, um, how the iPhone interface looked like before iOS seven came out, when all the icons became flat. Um, before that, it was everything that looked, looked kind of like hyper realistic, right? That's um, I do a lot of that, and I know that's definitely not the um, the trend right now, or it's not what a lot of designers want to do these days. But I just think it's it's also it's just something that I, I enjoy doing, and it's I I liked, um, I kind of like the uh, the standout uh, yeah. type of thing. That, you know, like, if I was doing what every other designer was doing, then, um, I don't know why that this just doesn't get me
0: yeah, super yeah. excited,
1: you know? But, like, I think when I spend the time, the hours doing, like, a really cool skeuomorphic icon, I think it just, it gets me really excited because it's, like, I feel like I'm, uh, trying something that not a lot of people are trying these days,
0: yeah.
1: which, um, which I know it's not, it's not true, too. There's a lot of cool skeuomorphic designers out there, too, but, um... It just makes me feel that way. I don't. I, I don't know if I can explain that any any better. <laughs> yeah, nice,
0: nice. Uh, I, it's interesting you said that you, you don't feel like you, you're in the trend. I, I agree that you're not you're not directly in it, but I think you've got still got links to it. Like it's very colorful. It's very, it does feel like that sort of thick lines sort of still that's still going on in there. Um, yeah, but for it, sure.
1: Like, I do like to uh, kind of get stuff that's not in trend and throw like trendy trendy stuff yeah. into it. You know, so. Uh, to kind of make it relevant in a way, like I, I really think you can make a super cool skeuomorphic interface that looks super modern too. Um, will I ever do that? Probably not, because I'm not a I'm not a UX designer anymore. <laughs> but uh, I, I do think you can make a super cool um, skeuomorphic interface and
0: and blow like blow everybody's minds. I yeah. think. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so. Let's talk a bit about the process, if you don't mind. If, if you don't mind sharing a bit like how you how you do your oh, work, because right. um, like, I've seen pictures of it before, like when it's all two D, flat, completely colorful, and then you sort of bring it to life. I'm trying to work out how how you do it, and I can't I can't work it out.
1: Oh, like the process or the mind set behind it? Uh, both. Let's do both. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, what I don't like about the skeuomorphic stuff is is the time it takes mm. to to complete one, right? And also, um, it's not as versatile as like a minimal or flat illustration is. Like if if you want to change colors in a flat illustration, you can just you can do it like like yeah. that, right? With a skeuomorphic thing, it's like okay, wait, there's a a layer behind like 50 layers of like lighting and shading that I need to uh, <laughs> I right, need yeah. to get into to change that base color, and then I gotta change like you know some of the other colors on top that you know where the the highlights are um, kind of Complementary to the to the base color, you know. So it's a really super tedious process. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think if I'm really answering the question right
0: now, but uh, no, no, so so it's it's loads and loads of layers, but like, yeah. I was just wondering wondering like, how it's done. Is it done in Photoshop or Illustrator or, or like? Oh, it's it's done uh, completely in, in Illustrator. Wow. Right. Uh, yeah, and
1: that's I think that's what drives people insane. Like like yeah. how do you, how do you do this stuff in the Illustrator? Like the trick is like I do I use um. Raster effects okay. in Illustrator, right? So, uh, so people can say it's te- technically not a vector, but at the same time, like if you were to use these like raster effects, like Gaussian blur, for example, mm-hmm. and um, you were to get this like blurry highlight, and then layer blurry highlights on top of each other, it's technically a raster within your Illustrator file. Yeah. But if you, I don't know, I kind of there's kind of this hack to it. If you were to copy that that uh, object and then paste it into Photoshop um as a vector smart object it becomes infinitely scalable within yeah, photoshop yeah. so like um that's kind of the you know i guess the, the trick behind it you know um which i don't really think is a trick it's you know like it's been taught to me before so it's like it's no no super secret it's just i just kind of do it to a yeah. to like like a overkill fashion i guess like let's let's add more stuff that would make my computer hurt
0: yeah i was going to say cuz it, it must take like the files must be massive Take take so much yes, time.
1: Yeah, like the um, I did one on like Optimus Prime. That one was like, <laughs> like his head was a whole file, yeah. and his, wow. his body was another file, and then his legs were another file. Just because like I, if I put them all in the same Illustrator file, yeah. it just like you know every time I move an object, it takes like well, I get that little beach ball and yeah, so, annoying. <laughs> so annoying. So <laughs> annoying.
0: Yeah. So, uh,
1: but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a, a workaround. Well, kind of like, kinda like a, a workaround. That's how I kind of have that cool like blend of color between yeah. looking shapes is because um, I use raster effects that uh, that end up being infinitely scalable within Photoshop.
0: So so it's tons and tons of layers, tons and tons of highlights in certain places. Jesus, that's yeah. like that's so much more complicated than I thought it'd be. <laughs> uh, it
1: really is. Wow. And, um, like I don't know. I met a lot of other illustrators that you know they. They're like, hey, you know, why don't you use the gradient mesh tool or something like that? Yeah. And um, I don't know, the gradient mesh tool is just really wonky and hard for me to use. And uh, I, 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 feel like the blend of color feels like really plasticky. I can't, I can't explain it. I, I can't control it in a way where the blend of color. Uh, it might be just like user error, but I can't, I can't do it in a way where it feels right. That's why I kind of do this blurry Gaussian blur technique. Cause I like kind of like that painted blend of color between blurry shapes. That makes sense.
0: So yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, what's like, you were talking about before, like, uh, the, the mindset of the design. What was that? What's that about? What's your, like what you're thinking of process and what oh, you do?
1: so, um, so ski market design, I think the reason why, um, a lot of the ones that I do stand out is like literally, <laughs> is cause, cause I add, um, like a lot of layers of shadows below it to make it look like it's popping out at you. Yeah. Um. If you take any of my skeuomorphic designs and um, kind of take the take the shadows away, like it looks really bland and <laughs> flat, you know. So, I guess the uh, the mindset behind it is like it always has to, there always has to be dramatic lighting for one for one point for, for, for one thing, and it has to like almost make you feel like you can you can touch it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, that's kind of like the thought process behind it it's like it looks like if i were to do a skeuomorphic piece it would be super super exaggerated like it looks realistic but it really is super not realistic like the type of shadows that i do is i do a lot of angular shadows and stuff like that like that does if you were to shine a light on an object like the shadows would look like yeah. that <laughs> they're like they're like really really exaggerated but i think that's the thing that um that makes schemorphism attractive is when you kind of spin it that way where yeah
0: it's
1: but it's not real you can touch it but you can't touch it
0: yeah exactly it's like that like I said at the start hyperrealism it's like that um this like it's all almost real you can imagine it but even with the space space shuttles and stuff you've done the rockets it's imaginable but it's not real yeah it's it's pretty interesting it's pretty interesting stuff uh i'm sure i'm sure you'll put some more stuff about it on youtube and i'll check it out later yeah yeah, um
1: And the mindset behind the flat stuff is just like, you know, I think the reasoning behind like trends of like of design getting more and more simple and more minimal is just it just communicates so much faster, mm. you know. Like, that's why I think a lot of people don't like ski market design is because like if you were to make a ton of ski market icons in an interface or something, like it'll be so hard to find like the buttons, right? Yeah. But I think there's way, ways around it where you can add like deeper shadows, you know, like those exaggerated things that I was telling you about to, uh, to really distinguish one piece from another mm. it's just would would a client really pay you though to spend six months making like 30 icons <laughs> in schematic yeah.
0: fashion so like
1: yeah there's a i don't know that's kind of like my back and forth thought process behind I don't. I don't know if I'm making sense right now, but... Um, yeah,
0: yeah, no, definitely. Instagram, like you, you built up quite a following now. Like, what, why do you think that has been successful? And have you noticed any differences um, from when you, you didn't have that many followers?
1: You know what? I never delete my old posts, so you can kind of see how yeah. like my account has evolved over time. Um, if you look how I started the account, um, I was like, hey, I'm going to do 10 days of logos or something like that. And yeah. then you scroll up, hey, I want to do all kinds of like... Robots or something it got to a point where it's like hey, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself because I got to do now I got to do ten days of
2: logos (laughs) You know
1: like I don't have all the I don't have these ten logos like designed yet or like oh now I got to do like five robot pieces when I you know, I think When I got to a point where it's like hey in my head I'm just gonna post one thing a week Mm. and just kind of stick to that Um, I think that's when everything like really changed because it gave me the consistency of work being put out Yeah, also you were asking me about the following, like, what, what do I think the following kind of built over that period of time? I think it's because um, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about standing out from, from other designers. like yeah. uh, You know, and I, I tell this to, to people all the time, like, I really like going into saturated markets and figuring out a way how to stand out within that saturated market. Nice. Okay, so if, you know, if I'm going up against, like, I'm not really, I'm not saying I'm going up against designers. I don't really go against designers. I kind of work with them more, more than anything. But... Um, if I were to stand out from what other people are doing, I'll just go back to the skeuomorphic stuff, right? Mm. Figure out how to get skeuomorphic attractive for people to to view um, with every post that comes out. So, and my solution to that was let's have every schemorphic piece have some crazy, insane, dramatic lighting, and crazy, insane, dramatic highlights and shadows and stuff like that. So, so um, the yeah. yeah. So there's definitely a problem-solving process like that. Um, you know, I'm not like one of those artists were like, I just make whatever I want to make all the time. Like I constantly think about what 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 people would like to, and I know a lot of people don't like this type of mindset. Uh, but you know, it, it kind of works for me. Did I want to draw all those rocket ships? Like, no, not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just felt like I think people would like rocket ships after I, I draw a couple of them.
0: You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know how you feel because. And also the, the challenges where you do a certain amount in a certain amount of days. Like I just did the fifty two playing cards in in thirty days. And then before that, I did a mm. like a New York City poster, which I just smashed out in in um, well, it took three days, but it was around twenty four hours to do overall. And it's yeah, I like doing it, it's a really good achievement at the end. But like halfway through, like oh, I shouldn't have started this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if the motivation goes down, it's like uh, oh man, I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, if I you know um, so I think. Maybe in the beginning it's probably good to just not put that pressure on you just say like hey i um, but like I'll post whenever I can post but also have that kind of discipline that hey you have to do it like regularly mm. you know like I think weekly is a very achievable yeah. thing like one piece a week or something like that
0: and the consistency is good as well for your followers cuz they know when it's that's cool that's interesting cool right like the last three questions I asked everyone what is your best purchase under $100 under
1: under $100 I see the, these pants from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Austin kind of introduced me to them. Um, <laughs> they're called match pants. Cool. Uh, they come in all kinds of styles, like joggers, chinos, <laughs> or <orgos. laughs> and they're like twenty bucks, you know. And then um, you can get them in all colors, so under a hundred bucks, I can buy like four pairs of pants.
0: Are they comfy? Are they good? Are they good quality? Yes. They're very good quality. Like I I've had these since day one. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I might be into those. I have to pick I have to look at them. I wonder if they sell them in the UK Amazon. i presume they do, yeah. I uh, think so, because like matches is like a Chinese company or something. Like oh that. okay, so they'll be everywhere, yeah. Nice. Yeah,
1: maybe so
0: yeah, they probably that's, that's, probably that's the <laughs> most unique answer I've ever had to that. That's my... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, people I just, like I think it's because I just looked down like hey, I'm wearing I'm wearing
1: this <laughs> like this pants that I really like, so
0: it's not, something, it's not something you get asked every day either. Like, your best purchase is under $100. So you're not thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, I um, think about that then. Yeah, it's but, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. What is, what's your number one tip, like, number one creative tip to, to people out there? Oh, man, I
1: have a, I have a lot of rumors. Share <laughs> a few. Feel free to share a few. One is you kind of have to be boring. Be boring. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, if you, like, go out every weekend, you know, and get hammered every oh, weekend. Oh, that
0: sort of, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: probably not the... If you really want to like get a ton of stuff done, and especially like running a business, right? If you want to run a business and and all that stuff, like, and you know, I'm I'm guilty of this all the time. Like, I'd say the past 2018, like I've gone out like twice a week so far. <laughs> you know, so I'm really I'm off to a really bad start in 2018. But I think um, the prior two years, like I didn't do a lot of hanging out. You know, and it's, it's more like, hey, let's let's. I got to finish design school. You know, I got to get a really cool portfolio out. I got to. Do Instagram. I got to do all the kinds of stuff. So I think that's a one rule is, is is to be boring without forgetting your family and your friends. You know, but you you kind of have to.
0: I like that. Something. So just putting in the work. I like Maybe that. that's a
1: better way to, put yeah. <laughs> to say it than be boring. But uh, I get uh, where you're coming from.
0: I get uh, definitely because uh, it's something relatable to me as well. I feels like I'm a lot of my friends are at college or like, university. I am here just just sitting here like just working every day. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting, it's, you can see see it growing, you can see things happening. It's productive. <laughs> yeah. Isn't
1: it, don't you get those like funny questions from, from people like your old friends too or, or people that you haven't seen maybe in like five years? <laughs> they contact you and you're like, hey, uh, I don't understand how you got like so successful at what you do. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know what, it's like, that's kind of a. <laughs> I know I what you mean. What? I, take, I take offense to that question. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Well, um, well, it's because I was boring what's another good tip surround yourself with like-minded people like you hear that from everybody Mm -hmm. like austin we're very like-minded we have complementary skills but we're also like-minded personality wise he's very driven like if you want to be driven like hang out with driven people right like like i was saying the difference when i was in um design school versus when i was at the university like at the university i was just trying to get by trying to get the degree when i was in design school i would really just wanted to be an amazing designer out of it you know so so i had to surround myself with people like austin and um a lot of the other designers that i follow on instagram i i befriended too and um yeah like really awesome design gets me like pumped gets me super
0: motivated so great zips yeah. <laughs> lastly we're gonna go deep how do you want to be remembered
1: oh shoot
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to
1: be remembered um I'd love to be, like, one of those um, designers. Who's a good example. Sh- Shigeo Fuku- Fukuda. He's a graphic designer oh, okay. who's not around anymore. He died in 2009. But his uh, his work will, like, forever be remembered. So I think um, I'd like to be a designer like that who has, like, timeless pieces. Yeah, that, and also be remembered as, like, a really good family guy. Like, <laughs> family guy, TV show. Yeah, also, yeah, I yeah love it. <laughs> like a good person to my family my nephew was just born a, a year and a half ago my brothers my parents and stuff like that I think uh, yes. just to be remembered that like family always came first love and it. then sec- second to that would be like having some timeless designs that lasts lifetimes Sweet.
0: <laughs> I love it I love those answers which character oh. would you be on Family Guy? <laughs> <laughs> the character, oh, This is an end.
1: <laughs> which character would I be on Family Guy? Definitely don't want to be Brian Probably Stewie. Yeah. He's really kind of like, you know, he, he has the power. He kind of does whatever he wants, you know?
0: Yeah. Cunning, isn't he? He's, he's, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then Brian, up with uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian just kind of like thinks he's like up here, but he's really like down there.
0: Mm, you know? I don't
1: mean I don't want to a person like that. That's a, uh, that's a big goal of mine is not to be a person that like thinks I'm up here, but I'm like, who is that
0: here? <laughs> yeah. I've never looked at a Family Guy character so deeply. Let's go. <laughs> You want to get? You want to ask Austin
1: a few
2: questions?
0: Yeah, let's go. Hey, get in here, man. What's going on? Hello, hello. Uh, what's it like working with Michael?
2: Oh man, <laughs> start with the hard ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's
1: all about. That's what podcasts are for. Is about being honest, right? Yeah. You
2: no, know, Michael's like my favorite person I've ever worked with. He's he acts super unreliable, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you always like gets stuff done, and it's always like the best work you've ever seen. Like, yeah. quality is always insane. Yeah, T- yeah. Time uh, is an issue, though. Yeah, <laughs> timing's, like, one thing. Sometimes I gotta, like, push him a little bit. But Yeah, out of a screen. Yeah, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I love working with Michael. He always yeah. does awesome work, and we always have fun and just love teaming up on different projects yeah. and stuff. Honestly, I, I do learn a lot from Austin. Like,
1: he
0: is, like, um, he's one person that I've already learned a ton from. <laughs> no, I picking <speak laughs> each other up. I like it uh where do you two want to go like how, how far do you want to push this what's cool is we both
2: together have like a ton of different things yeah we're good at and we have very complementary skill sets which is cool so we kind of know we can do like whatever we want it's just a matter of like focusing and then being like all right what should we do so we have, we're always full of ideas yeah but then the hardest part is always like it's being like all right let's do this and just like focus on it and make the work. Yeah. And then we get halfway um, through the project, and we're like, wait,
1: we got another idea that we're even more
2: excited about. <laughs> Let's do that instead. Yeah. I don't know. A few things we'd like to do is um, which we started last year, but then we got super deep in client work, which is get a YouTube channel going, which is something we love doing. And it's super fun. Just in order to put all the time into it, it has to like pay for itself in some way. Yeah. So like that's that's the main challenge with it is if we can find a way to Fund it. Yeah,
1: the which we monetary, found ways. We just gotta, has gotta focus on it now.
2: That monetary part's always pretty
0: tricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when day. starting out. Especially when starting out. I mean, you got probably a big enough following where you can probably get a sponsor from it somehow. You because like I don't know, affiliate. I don't know if you want to go down that road, but affiliate marketing or some sort of sponsorship, like because you've got thirty thousand people following you. That's a lot of people. Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah. We had interest too when we did it, and then we just got fucked up with other stuff. Yeah. 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 And that's
1: one thing too, the client work, right? It's we love working with clients and getting these really cool big clients too. But I feel like every time we get a project like that, it's it's let's focus. We focus on that and then totally forget about all the all the other cool stuff we want to do. <laughs> yeah, you sort,
0: yeah of, uh, you sort of have to though. Like that's that's the thing that you're doing it for. That's the main goal, isn't it? Like doing the client work. The other stuff yeah. is is nice, but. That's
1: what we've been contemplating, right? Like
0: is the goal the client work or is the goal to just create
1: entertainment and products and stuff like that? So it, it can be both though, right? It right. can be both. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're in this like, what do we focus on more type thing is uh yeah. kind of what we're in the middle of right now. Yeah, yeah. This past year we did like all clients,
2: which went super well. You know, we have a bunch of cool clients we're stoked doing stuff with, but yeah. It's like all right, so we've taken the client world pretty far, we're pretty stoked on it. Do we wanna keep doing it and push it further? Or do we want to see if we can support doing, like, our own passion project, like, YouTube, which yeah, either that funds itself or we do, like, just enough client stuff to fund it? Or, or do yeah. we do apparel and stuff? Or, like, do we make more pins and more hats
1: and T-shirts? or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like kinds of, uh, <laughs> do we create an app? No, that's not create an app. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think at the core, though, uh, what our dynamic is, is illustration and animation, right? So we have to be able to tell, um, I guess, our viewers that, hey, putting having one person on illustration completely and one person on animation completely, because like, there's a lot of people that do both, right? Yeah. So we have to communicate the value in having one person fully specialized right, yeah. in illustration and one person fully specialized in animation. So that, I think that's mm-hmm. what, what we're going to take further and further from this point on. You know, and cool. Did you see our paper video? Wait, what?
0: No, <laughs> no, what? Oh, no. Our,
1: our paper, uh, I'm gonna give you a link right now.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have a look.
1: That was probably like one of the coolest things we worked on last year. It's a cool, like, animated short for the San Diego airport.
0: Oh, right. I, I think I saw the illustration, but send me the
1: link. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That skeomorphic paper thing, right? Like, definitely takes a lot of time, and then, yeah. Took awesome a lot of time to problem solve animating all the. The lighting and the shadows too, and having things like move in a way that makes sense. Also, yeah, yeah. there are tons of blurs in that That's a good example of a, a really cool collaborative effort between us. We're working on one today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this past two weeks or so, we we oh. had this really cool, awesome <laughs> client called Gum They're like a technology company. Cool. And we're doing like this cool animated short for them too.
2: So nice. Yeah, ninety percent animated and then ten percent Michael. Oh yeah,
1: (laughs) there's some live action in there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that I think
1: in short, that's kind of the goal is just for us to push those boundaries of having one person focused on illustration, one person focused on the animated side of things. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm looking at the the paper thing is. Wow! Like, yeah, just like thinking about cause you're talking about all the layers and everything that goes into it. They're just the design. The still design. I like, thinking about the animation as well. Oh yeah, just those, those files broke my computer.
2: Remember? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I have a fast, like a really good computer, a Mac Pro with a lot of cores and stuff. No, and it's totally slowing down. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's what we're gonna continue to do till mm-hmm. the day we die, probably.
0: Nice.
1: No, or no, unless like, all this stuff becomes automated, you know, AI computer. And yeah, like, creative
2: like, is one industry that'll never be <laughs> <laughs> fully automated or, you yeah. know, we won't be replaced.
0: No! Yo. You're not scared of that? You're not scared of, like, uh, completely AI worlds and, like, people using websites and stuff, like, bots to create logos and stuff? I
2: Yeah, I would get, when they get more and more sophisticated, probably. Like, I think know, the day-to-day, like, branding and stuff, there's definitely apps that can make some pretty solid work super quickly, where it composes everything for you. uh, Just kind of choose what you're going for, but for the more, like, specialized, highly visual, creative stuff, which is more what we're doing, I think. Yeah,
1: and I think what we get contracted to do, we almost never get contracted Mm -hmm. to make logos. Yeah. Or I'm definitely heavier on, like, the promotional illustration side. And so I think that part probably still has some time for an AI computer to to
0: take over. What you're trying to say is you're absolutely fine and I'm screwed because I, I do the branding stuff. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> no, I think I don't I, I
2: don't think a computer can replace an awesome brand designer. I don't
1: know. You know, um
2: Yeah, I mean yeah, there's apps and stuff that'll create a logo but it's gonna be generic. What you hire a designer to do is gonna be if yeah. they're a good designer is totally gonna yeah, blow like them out. The
1: have someone do everything on Canva or something like that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can put icons yeah. and letters together with apps, but you can't, like, make a totally original. Like,
1: on Behance, right. if you go on Behance's curated galleries, graphic design, and then branding, like, all those projects are super badass, right? I don't think a computer yeah. would ever be able to... I can't imagine a computer being able to to envision something like those projects, you know?
0: So mm-hmm. um, I'm just trying to think, like, if, if people... Don't really like they realize that they don't need these these hugely elaborate branding systems. I don't know, maybe I'm thinking too uh, for people, more local companies, but a lot of people sort of just do use these websites and just think that oh, that's absolutely fine because maybe I don't know. I'm just hoping there's not a day that everyone realizes that they don't need good design, they just you know, because it design is not it's, it's subject to the person, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, I don't
1: know. and I, I think <laughs> one of the things that kind of makes the our job difficult, right, is that it's so hard to measure what's good quality, what's not good quality, yeah. depending on people's um, what people like and what people don't like. Just like the skiomorphic stuff and the flat stuff, you know, like, some people really don't like the flat things, you know, and they're like, yeah. you know, and vice versa,
2: like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's uh, very abstract industry it's, where it's, like, how do you define the value, which there's mm-hmm. never going to be a set. Yeah.
1: And then, like, everybody thinks you want to draw stuff for them for free too. That's another.
0: another <laughs> do you get that a lot? Do you get a lot of, I bet you get a lot of like DMs and a lot of emails saying, can you do this?
1: Yeah. Can you, uh, uh, this cool thing for my, my band's, uh, CD cover. Yeah. You know, like, like, cool. You got like 10 grand. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, I think we're, we're at like kind of the beginning phases right now, which is a, which is a pretty good start, and then we're gonna, we're just gonna smash it, man. We're just gonna freaking. I like it. Smash it.
0: Nice. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing it in like a couple of years, and it's just escalated completely. It's gonna be really good. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I just, I think this is just a chat at the moment. I just I don't have any questions. I'm just making up. If you, if you need to go, you need to go. Then you know, feel free. But do you have anything? Do you have anything you want to talk about?
1: Uh let's talk about you.
0: <laughs> ah, <Yeah, I> know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, how did you get this uh, this thing started like uh, the creative waffle and
0: uh... yeah did graphic design at school um, and then realized that I actually really like it and then did it at uh, college which is the one before university in the UK so it's like two years and then you go to university which is your college um, do you have do you have that in the US do you have like one before university
2: oh like uh as we you call it but there's yeah high school where you can either get your general ed there or community college yeah junior college
0: yeah
1: you can, yeah them. you could most i'd say most people just from straight from high school just go going into college but there's like okay. I, don't, I don't know anything about school <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: but it's like it, it, it's like 16 17 18 that sort of years and, and then you there and then you go to university like sort of 19 20. anyway yeah i didn't go to university because i thought i could do it on my own <laughs> which is a bit sort of cocky of me um but I've had, uh-huh. I had like internships and stuff, so and also it's a lot of money as well. Like I, I can't really afford it, so um, you know, just heading out alone, still doing it now. Yeah. It's been a year and a bit now, doing it full time on my own. Um, obviously, still living at home with my parents, so it's, it's really handy. That nice that I, I, I don't have to worry too much about money. Yeah, yeah. The, the podcast is a way of talking to people like you and awesome, awesome designers that I look up to, and getting some really good advice, getting some really good tips, and putting out some good content. Hopefully. <laughs> Just, just meeting people, yeah, yeah. Just growing the brand, like Blue Day Design. Hopefully, the the real idea is just to get that as, as high as possible. Get it global corporation like Global Design Agency. We have tons of people, that tons of like fantastic designers in there, and work with like Coca Cola and, and like big people. That's the idea, anyway. That, i was just what, sitting here, one person chatting rubbish. Uh, no, you no. Know, we want you No, know, yeah. high. That's
2: what we're always going for. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: shoot, like unbelievably high, man. Yeah, you'll end up. Hi. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, you shoot up here and then you end up, like, hopefully, like, somewhere around right
0: there. Hopefully, yeah. That'd be awesome. It'd be awesome just. like look back on these podcasts when when even I've grown as a person and, talk, and got better at interviewing yeah. people and yeah because I've noticed from the first I've done the so like fifty three now uh, and the first like sort of twenty odd and, and I, got, I was just absolutely rubbish just asked the questions didn't answer I didn't have a chat with them just asked the questions didn't stumbling over my so words at, I still stumble over words but I'm I'm getting there
1: I, I kept it on like autoplay I was doing some work yesterday and I just had your podcast on uh, autoplay which ones um, do you, you... which ones do I remember the most. Obviously, Aaron Draplin's one. Oh, yeah. um, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's he's a <laughs> he's a cool guy. Um, I like that whole thing he talked about about uh, people copying him and him copying people and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just, just a cycle, a cycle. Of, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think you're you're um. I mean, you got a lot of people on there too. You got a lot of uh, really cool episodes so far. So like, yeah. just keep going, you know. Oh. Next up is for you to like maybe fly to these places like
0: fly to San Diego I'd love to is that an offer is that like you're yeah. going to buy a plane ticket for me and I'll come over tomorrow and <laughs> have a good time
1: I do get that question a lot t- talking back to school if you need school to be a designer what do you think about that I'm going to interview you now
0: <laughs> I don't think so I don't think you need it at all that's, that's another reason why I didn't because I've seen um, people like uh, Anthony Burrell, who's I interviewed, and uh, who else? Miles Newland, who's done like the London Twenty Twelve Olympics logo. Um, they never went to university, which is like school, like what you're talking about. They're sort of like a different era, and, and I'm sort of they're like they could be my dads. Yeah, I, don't, I think that people are realising that you don't really need university for design. Um, you need it yes. for like <clears throat> scientists, but not yeah. and teachers, but. Um, hopefully more people realize that you don't need it for designing it and try and make their own paths and I think it's great I, I feel like sort of like a rebel like trying to preach this <laughs> trying to preach this uh no you don't need it I don't think what do you guys think
1: well we obviously we went to that design school yeah. um I don't think you need it absolutely but it definitely what I took out of it I, I didn't really go for the degree I went more for like to get it done quickly yeah much quickly and also because it was a like a two and a half year school mm, it was like something quick like that and, uh, and I wanted to, to meet people to get into, like, people's mindsets on, on the crew and stuff like that, too. I guess I could have done that without spending the tuition, <laughs> you know? Uh, but it was helpful, but no, I, don't, I I also don't think it's absolutely necessary, especially with all yeah. the cool tools we have these days, like Instagram and um, to share your work and everything like that and to get yeah. feedback, like Dribble. Yeah, I think once you kind of develop a presence there, it's almost like... Uh, like the school, the schooling becomes a, an afterthought. Like,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that <laughs> if you can do it by learning from other designers, like uh, even just going in as an intern or something at a design studio and, and learning like that, this is absolutely fantastic. Like learning on the job, isn't it? Um, yeah, right. I think that that's probably the best way to do it, in my opinion. Um, if you can, skillware too. Yeah, yeah, and even online stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, for me, like for school, I think it's great for
2: structure and it's great to like get your feet wet and like figure out the basics of an industry you know Mm -hmm. in a short period of time yeah where it's good being in class with like other students and you also get connections but aside from that like you can learn usually even higher quality information online nowadays where like the best designers like best artists online tons of them have like good content where they teach you exactly how to do everything, exactly all the stuff you need to know, yeah, I think a little bit of both is good, or if you have like the self discipline, you can totally learn really good stuff on the internet nowadays. There's like so many good yeah. resources out there
0: yeah yeah, totally. both both is a great like great thing if you if you've got time outside of your lessons and studies, then by all means like set up your own agency and start going at it um and learning online as well, like that's fantastic, yeah. Yeah, that
2: and then doing internships like you said. Yeah, like yeah, for me, yeah. I did a few internships and not like totally kick started yeah, yeah. all the stuff I do.
1: Yeah, and there's there were certain there are certain jobs out there that require that degree, but there's not a lot, right? Like the airport, when we, we me and Austin worked at the that's one of the reasons how we got connected at first is we both worked for the San Diego Airport as in their marketing department. And I remember for me to be an employee there,
2: I needed a degree. Yeah. An mm-hmm.
1: airport employee. So it, it it helps you know but no, it's not necessary
2: yeah for a lot of stuff like if you have a good portfolio that's all you need they can yeah. see you do killer work yeah. you seem like a personable nice person to work with then no problem oh here's a good question oh I can, I can ask you a good question do i
1: need a portfolio like i i've never updated my portfolio ever since the instagram and dribble stuff like do cuz that kind of serves as my portfolio now do you think i need yeah. a portfolio
0: if it's bringing, if you're bringing in work, then no, you know you got like you got it there. But I mean, if it, you could potentially bring in better, like I don't know, maybe you could bring in more work if you did. I don't know. Just try it out, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't work yeah. out, and if it's bringing in less, do then
1: come, do I come across as lazy for not having
0: a portfolio? No, ton, <laughs> tons of tons of designers don't have portfolios. Like your work yeah. speaks for itself. Like I think on Instagram and your stuff. It, that is your portfolio these days. I mm. always wondered, like, should I
1: spend the extra hours in making like a portfolio site? Nah, just one more thing to update. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get the YouTube yeah. stuff
0: going. I think that'd be better. YouTube stuff,
1: right? Mm. Yeah.
0: Interest. yeah. It's much, much more interesting for for someone to consume like five or six videos and look at your portfolio. I think but get to know oh, you, sure. get to know you as a person, like more.
1: Especially if we had a really sick episode where we were in the UK.
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hang, hanging out with the uh, the creative waffle. You well, know. yeah, yeah. We could do it live. We did this live. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, totally. Yeah. Are you planning huh? the, the trips to the UK anytime soon?
2: Yeah, he knows our itinerary better <laughs> than <laughs> We're going out on um, Italy, and
0: uh, we
1: were going for our conference
0: uh, this year. Not too far, not too far. Fancy little <laughs> two-hour flight over <laughs> over the UK. And, yeah,
1: and uh, actually, I got to do it again next year too. So I got to go to Italy again next year. So maybe we could. Maybe next year is the time where I can like just go other places after that
0: one. Um, Do you not have a stop in? Is it, your stop is it not in the UK and then you go to Italy from the UK or is that? Well, I don't know. It might be through Heathrow. Yeah, yeah. You could oh, get here funny. like get here and out like a day or two early and then come and we'll have a chat and then <laughs> and then go to Italy.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll try to we'll make that happen,
0: man. It's an idea. It's not, It's just <laughs> an idea. <laughs>
1: But yeah, um, where else are we going? Um, we're we're actually flying um, Musketon. Do you oh, follow Musketon? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're flying him down here for a. We're gonna do like a workshop together in Timago. Oh Mabel. wow, that's awesome. And then I'm gonna if
0: he's watching this. No, he won't I'm gonna, be.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, might be on your channel, but not here. My mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're gonna tell Musketon's got. He's gotta bring us to Belgium. If mm. we're if he's um, if we're taking him here. He's gonna take us to, to Belgium, and that's when.
0: <laughs> He's a super talented man. Hey, yeah. yeah, some great. Yeah, some great work. Yeah, his, his stuff's insane. All that. Um, sometimes
2: like, how do you have the uh, patience for some of that stuff? Yeah, knocks like, that out quick too. Though like his <laughs> process is <yeah. laughs> dialed at this point. Yeah.
0: Detail he goes into when he when he does the Instagram stories, and he just zooms in like one million <laughs> yeah. percent. seven
1: thousand percent zoom. Yeah, right. that's, uh, that's insane.
0: That's crazy. The uh, other.
1: A- <laughs> Mm. he's, he's going to watch this watch watch he'll watch this <laughs> I'll be like hey, watch, time. watch this
0: <laughs> going back to the uh, university thing really quickly um, do you think that people ask for a degree because they, they know like they look at your portfolio I think that's absolutely fantastic but they want a degree as well because they know that you can stick with something or do you... oh yeah
1: I think the degree definitely shows that discipline right yeah,
0: yeah like
1: you can go to school for four years and actually like complete it I think achieving mm. that kind of tells your employer something like okay this person might be reliable
0: yeah that's wow. annoying i find that really frustrating <laughs> yeah. like it, working with
2: working with big clients and getting just freelance stuff yeah. i don't think a degree matters too much but yeah. if you're going for a full-time position holding mm. a whole degree shows you have basic skills yeah. you know where you've been trained to work at a company yeah. and um you know yeah shows the it's more like that's time. I mean, that's how I, w- I was raised to,
1: um, you know, find a job and, and be a W-2 employee. I guess, you know, W-2 in the UK. <laughs> this is probably different forms in
0: the UK. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what you're talking about. But,
2: <laughs>
1: but I mean, that's how I was raised. like, uh, uh, my parents wanted me to be like an engineer and a doc- or a doctor. Like, those you absolutely need school for. And then yeah, um, I studied business there. And I think, the cool thing about what we do, right, like, you, you could go that direction if you wanted to. Like, you could get your degree and then work at in-house, as an in-house designer for, like, a huge company that requires yeah a degree or something like that. Like, you could do that, or you can um, take all of your skills and be a freelance designer, or you can just do amazing work that, like, nobody will say no to you. Like, you know, like, people that have those, um, like, those requirements, like, what do you call that? The, um, the, uh, your ability kind of trumps that a lot because... Oh, yeah. uh, like for example, I teach at that school that I that we went to, right? I actually I'm actually a, a wow. design teacher there. Um, one of the requirements is that you need six years of experience, mm. like industry. To I, I mean, I went to I graduated school four years ago, you know. So like, I obviously don't have six years of experience, but yes. because of the clients that I had under my belt and and you know the the constant updates on social media and stuff like that and talking with cool podcasts. <laughs> people you know what I mean like, <laughs> because of all that stuff like that's why I, I love doing this stuff because I think it just builds that like you were saying it builds that brand you know and then um it kind of gives you that free pass for a lot of things that you know people have these requirements it's like the people that are setting those requirements are like they're just other people you know just like you right yeah like, what, was this, what was that famous quote like um um rules are created by people that are no smarter than you are yeah, you
2: know, so like, yeah. Uh, who said that? Was it Steve
0: Jobs? It's one of those guys. One of those guys. <laughs> but like, it's the same thing where you, where you you've got a goal, but it's just people you have to go through to get there. So let's say I want to be the president of, of America. Like, there's just people that I have to convince that I'm good enough to be the president to get to that position. Um, yeah. If that makes sense, like, it's just people standing in the way. You just got to get convinced uh, them and get if, past them.
1: If you, if you, I don't want to get political at all, but like our, <laughs> our, our current, current president right now, like he's he's got his presidency through unorthodox ways, you know? Um, Definitely. so that's kind of like, uh, a, a, that's kind of like a proof of that, right? Like you could, if you could just be more of like a problem solver and find a solution to get where you need to go.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that, that's kind of like what, what you should be doing.
0: <laughs> what you're trying to say is be more like Trump. No, uh, uh, <laughs> no I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, uh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wanted to get in there just, just
2: to <laughs> … Oh. oh, man. Yeah. Like, kind of related to that though, I think one of the best skills you can have is just being confident mm-hmm. in your abilities and like what you can provide to companies mm. and like being able to sell yourself and get them like stoked on what you can do for them. That's just You sure. knowing yeah. what your skill set is and like seeing an opportunity like, dang, I could totally help out this company. Yeah. Just being able to see that and then like communicate that, where Austin's really good at that. Technically, yeah. it's sales, which mm-hmm. I hate the word of, but like it's fun when you know you yeah. can help someone. Then you just convince them and like show them how you can help yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: That's,
2: That's a nice. big
1: part of it. Like keeping your clients like super excited. Like you show excitement. Like dude, I'm so psyched to be working on this really cool animated video or something like that. And then they feel your excitement. I'm hope hopefully you feel my excitement of wanting to do yeah. this podcast thing right. Definitely. So like, I I think just transferring that energy from you know one person to another is uh, kind of key, right? Yeah. I never know how to, I never know how to finish what I'm saying. So I'll
2: just kind of just end off. Yeah, working with companies like, should be like a team effort where it's like a fun project you're working on, where it's not just like, hey, can you guys pay me and I'll like do something for you. It's more, yeah, like, hey, let's like team up and make something really, yeah, rad where you're getting their thoughts and like their input on something and you know you're helping them yeah. reach whatever their goals are. And to speak to that, that's kind of like the difference between like working for a company and getting that
1: paycheck every two weeks. You're like working for that paycheck, right? Mm. Um, I think when you're a freelance designer, it's more so like you're working to get paid obviously, but you're also working to make something like unbelievable, like something super amazing. Yeah, yeah for
2: so us, we don't like working on stuff unless it's something that we can put on our portfolio or like... Yeah where we killed kill two birds with one stone? Sometimes, on YouTube, yeah. Sometimes I'd rather starve yeah. than work on a project
1: I really don't want to work on, you know. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that could be kind of a selfish way of, of putting it, but it's yeah. kind of true. Like I'd rather work on stuff that gets me really pumped and you know, like transfer that energy yeah. to someone else and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. I think more creatives need to do that rather than, and that's the, and that's the work that you see in people's portfolios because obviously these big design agencies they all have those smaller projects that they don't want to show because they're small or because they didn't like it or because it wasn't like global. Um, they, and then yeah. they've they got the passion projects and the stuff they've really liked, they really like they really like doing. And then they put that on the website, and that attracts other. Yeah, I, don't know, I understand what you mean. Yeah.
1: And yeah, a lot of people can tell just by looking at your work too. Like, okay, this person really enjoyed doing this. You know,
2: yeah. So I'll find the balance where you're working on stuff you're stoked on, like there's also demand for yeah like companies want what you're doing
1: and that goes back to what i was saying earlier like when i make stuff on instagram i'm constantly thinking like is this something like that's actually kind of relevant for this space you know and i know like i was saying i know a lot of artists don't like thinking that because a lot of artists wants to just do what they want make what they want to make every single time you know um i'm kind of contradicting myself a little bit right because uh i was saying like we only do projects that gets us stoked but then again when i put you know like i'm also constantly thinking about, like, what people actually like and what they don't like. Um,
2: I just think that you just have to fit that kind of balance or... Um, yeah, it's always a bit of a balance spirit yeah. of how to make things really cool, but then also, like, applicable yeah. for companies or, you know, whoever the ideal yeah. clients so. are. And I think, like, my experience at, like, the university,
1: like, in in marketing and business and stuff like that, that's kind of put me in this mind- mindset, like, 15 years later, right? Mm. <laughs> was that 15 years ago? Maybe it was, like, 10 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> I think one of our yeah. one of the things that's
2: helped us the most is we both grew up like very artistic minded, you know, love yeah. doing creative stuff, but we both studied like some business yeah. where for me I kind of forced myself to do it and, you know, if went to finance school, yeah. uh, which I don't know, isn't the most <laughs> exciting thing, it. but learning some basic business skills and just like learning how to think mm. way, and combine it with your creative skills just makes it so you can accomplish, like, so much yeah. more. So, like, as a creative, if you're always looking for something new to learn, I think it's definitely worthwhile to, like, look into maybe some, like, basic business skills. Yeah. Because that's what will help you almost more than, you know, it goes along with developing your craft, perfecting it, but also yeah. knowing how to, like, manage a project or, a good point. or work people. It or, takes yeah. a lot of stress away, too, you know? That's yeah. the main thing. Yeah, time management you know. and stuff is, yeah. Because um, for me, I'm... I used to be like the most unorganized person ever like super artistic minded Mm -hmm. but over time like I never thought I'd be relatively organized or like good in business but just after like studying it reading some books doing it it's like next thing you know it's like oh shoot I've actually yeah figured some of this stuff out
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, I think I think that's such a a big big tip as well for for freelancers because everyone yeah all the the creative freelancers out there they, they need to manage their books and they need to keep their money organized and and when it gets stressful like that you need to like say it's a hard one to manage or manage. So it's a really good tip, being business savvy as well.
2: Yeah, and they totally go hand in hand if you can have like the R and business mindset. Yeah. Combined. There's what's a good book to read? Starving yeah. Artists. What is that? Fudge, what is that what is
1: that
0: book called? But that's why people get huh? partners as well. Like one well you're, like creative partner and then the other one's a business partner, like business like minded. So they, they go hand in hand. It works. Yeah. It's clever.
1: Yeah, that's another good dynamic to have I'm going to give you this book because it's driving me insane right
0: now. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, oh, listening to audio oh, books is a good way to
0: go. Re- Real, artists yeah, oh, yeah. Real Artists Don't Starve. Real Artists Don't Starve. Nice. By Jeff Goins. Was he, he, who was he? I don't know. Is he an artist? <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully he's a starving artist. Well, not, I hope, don't hope he is, but I mean, like, hopefully he's experienced it.
1: I think, well, it is like a popular, I just kind of, Went by a recommendation from another podcast. I forgot what podcast I was listen- listening to. It's a really cool book because he puts you in a mindset of a starving artist, and he puts you in a mindset of a thriving artist. Like he oh, constantly goes back and forth between the two. So uh, I think he starts off with the, with uh, talking about Michelangelo, how um, Michelangelo had this brand of creating these masterpieces mm. and having no money, like being super poor. But I think like when you they actually like research his like bank account. Back in the days, like it was equivalent to having like millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it was just his brand to be like this poor artist, you know. But um, yeah, I think that's a that's a really good, really awesome book to, uh, to just start you in that mindset. I think. Did
0: they have bank accounts back then? I think so. Yeah. so <laughs> I when was it? <laughs> when was it when was that i can't like i can't get my head around time because like that's a lot of money to have and, and i'm thinking that it's so far back that they didn't have like proper safe banks like i don't know i get confused with time zones but yeah, i don't know let's go did they like i'm
1: gonna google this right
0: now do you... i don't wanna waste too much of your time but this is like <laughs> <laughs> what's another
1: tangent we could did they have banks in medieval times right was i don't know when when was it modern uh yeah they had banks back then that's
0: as far as I'm going to look into this. <laughs> anyway, that's that's completely off track. But yeah, I, just, I don't want to waste any more your time. I keep thinking about it. Uh, I'll let you go, because I, I know you got work to do and stuff. And it's, um, oh, that's all
1: good. Uh, no, I appreciate you reaching
0: out, man. This was fun. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Thanks very um, much. If you're, ever in, uh, if you're ever near the UK or any, anything, maybe in Europe, and I'll, I'll come and say hi. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Hope you have a great day. All right, man. See you later. Smash. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle podcast. Go and check out Michael and Austin via the links in the description below. I'm a huge fan of their work and I really appreciate the time they put into it too. Thank you so much for listening. Share with a friend if you liked it. Follow us, subscribe to us, leave a comment, what are your thoughts? And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks very much.